one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by a, a very upset Manchester United fan, understandably. Andrew Ryan, yeah. comedian. Uh, told us of the club's woes at the moment. Holding he his head he in no his hands, wasn't he? No answers. No, no, no one no, give us no. any answers. Can't tell. Plenty Can't of questions, though. Um, we were also joined by uh, football and music writer for The Guardian, Dave Simpson. Um, we uh, played the new Beatles song that uh, was uh, released at two o'clock this yeah. afternoon during our show. So, yeah, we took a bit of a... I mean, it's the Beatles, for goodness sake. I think you can take a slight sidebar into Look, the Beatles. If we you? wanted to do some eggy connection to the football, we could have. We don't need to. We didn't need to. Don't need it's to. the Beatles, for goodness sake. So, uh, we did talk a bit of leads, though, with uh, Jeff, mm. if you insist on a football fix. Not with Jeff, with Dave. I don't know who Jeff is. So, <laughs> so Jeff, if you're listening. So, um, and we had a chat. Uh, yeah. Things got a bit daft at one point. Yeah. Got a bit puntastic. Some thanks Shakespeare, to Charlie. That was nice. Bit of Shakespeare. And the birthday spread. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. At the uh, airport last week, I saw Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. I saw Teddy Sheringham. Did we you have, have a chat? No, 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 I, didn't, I don't know him. Okay. Don't know him. A, a couple of things I noticed. Surprisingly tall. I'm tall man, yeah. For some reason, I had him as low centre of Ted gravity. He was, he, wasn't, he was in a little while ago. Yeah, I think he was on with Driver, on with Jim. I think he was in the building. I said hello. I didn't see him. No, um, okay. Surprisingly tall. I always thought of him as like a little low centre of gravity sort of player, you know. Oh, no. Anyway, we all had to queue up for immigration. You know, get, well, not immigration, getting through security. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. our bags dropped. Yeah. Of course, he was ten yards ahead. Of course he was, yeah. <laughs> he had that in his head, you he know, early on, you know. So I looked at him and he'd gone. He was just he, he was, was just there. Right. He was just new, away he, in the queue, he, he knew where to go. He wasn't the quickest to get in there, but he just knew instinctively yeah. where to stand. Exactly. To you get, get you get the idea with yeah, that. Yeah, I think you slightly <laughs> laboured that not for the first time. So, um yeah, the moose is not happy. It was interesting, wasn't it? We're gonna have this next week where they're, they're the one of the debates of the weekend almost certainly before Tottenham played Chelsea on Talk Sport Monday evening will be the uh, Maurizio Pochettino coming back and the sort of um, welcome or not he'll get, you know. Yeah. I think most people uh, will remember that that time fondly. And as we've kind of moved on and things are going quite well currently. Yeah. I mean, that could all change on Monday. Who knows? A good result by Chelsea last night. But as things stand, uh, Tottenham must feel they're in a good place. Um, and he wasn't offered the job. 
So no. um, he comes back. He did Chelsea. sack him. There is. He did sack him. He didn't leave anyone. No, he no, didn't no. leave for anyone, did he? He did a, sack him. There is a, a, a you know a constituency of Tottenham fans who feel you know anywhere but Chelsea or Arsenal. They were the two clubs he shouldn't go to, and he may get the bird. I don't yeah. know. Man's but got anyway, work. He's the reason, got work. The reason we bring the reason uh, we bring this up is because sometimes uh, we we touched on it before, but booing. There is something about yeah. the actual act Loving of it. going boo. Yeah. I mean, you just feel like an idiot. It's, it's quite childish, and it's quite childish it to do, but yeah. so that makes it fun. I think it's probably because the first time you ever do it is at a panto. Yeah, that, isn't exactly. It? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it sort of lives you from that point. Yeah, yeah. You know? like it. I like it. Like, boo! It's good fun. It's a, it's a good. It's a yeah. good release, Paul. There was a there was a years ago. There was an old Freakonomics podcast, and there was a guy on there, and he'd gone to the opera, and he oh, was nice. a proper opera buff. He yeah. may have been like a reviewer, and he thought this production. Um, <laughs> Was it's garbage. Stank. So it got to the end, and everybody's sitting there, sort of politely clapping. Yeah. It starts going, boo! It starts booing the oh, opera. Lovely, yeah. Uh, one of the, the one of the Nadir from a sporting point of view takes you back to 1968, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. It was a freezing cold game. The team absolutely stunk at the time. Yeah. And they were supposed to have Santa going round throwing sort of uh, sweets into the lovely crowd, but the Santa didn't turn up. But there was a bloke. <laughs> Uh, they used to watch the Eagles. They always dressed as Santa for the last game before Christmas. Right. So they had no choice. They went up there yeah. and they said, you know, will you go around there? And you do it, yeah. And he said, well, yeah, obviously, you know, I'll, I'll take one for the team. I don't want to let the kids down. And he was supposed to go around on this little sort of um, motorised reindeer, but they couldn't get it going. Oh, it got stuck gosh. in the mud. Oh, it was like an animatronic. Yeah. It got stuck in the mud. So in the end, he just had to run along the field. And it, it seemed to the fans at the time that, that this was a, a symbol of where their club yeah. were, where their team were. And he had a fairly sort of shonky... Just someone Santa you weren't outfit. quite sure if, they, if the, it was a Santa or just an old bloke yeah, in a red coat. The beard wasn't quite long enough. It was, oh, it was no. slightly falling off his face. Disaster. And they'd had enough. Yeah. So he, he runs up the pitch waving, and then the boos start. They oh, booed oh. Santa. <laughs> and then the bottles start. Oh, <laughs> Come bottle Santa. <laughs> definite the naughty day, list. The day we bottled Santa. <laughs> Sit down, children, I've got a story. <laughs> Sit down, are you listening? The day we bottled Santa. So <laughs> there is something about, where did you boo? We'd love to know where you managed to boo and in what circumstances and what what, um, yeah, re lovely. what reaction did you get? Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J, Yeah, um, Jared Bowen came up with a new word last night, Europeanly. Yeah. What was, it? How was, he, how was, what was it in the context I of? think he was sort of talking about the team and the amount of games, and I think yeah. he said, well, I'll find it for you. If you they, is, were they playing Europeanly? Was it that, was that no, the style? Was, he, was he describing playing, a style? They, they have been playing Europeanly. Um, let's have a look at how it actually uh, turned up, kind of. If you put me on the spot. Sorry, Stuart Pierce. He comes up with words. What's, what's his Stuart, famous one? Stuart's is... got many. There, it was an old, uh, good old Stuart. There was an old uh, Nottingham Forest end of season video. I think. Yeah. In about 1990, a guy I used to know uh, Al Ramsey still out there. God bless him yeah. somewhere. Fine, fine man. Was a big Forest fan, and uh, he uh, showed me the end of season video. And they're asking Stuart where his favourite uh, grounds were, and he said, "Well, I like Old Trafford." Like Anfield, but that's no disrespect to the less glamourable clubs. Oh, I've always thought glamourable is glamourable, lovely, Stuart, isn't it? Yeah, Stuart still in a commentary will still turn out a word now and again. Now and again, that, that, that should be in the Oxford English. Yeah, dictionary. glamourable should be much like very basball. usable. The term basball has, uh, uh, is going to be in the Collins uh, dictionary. So we're going to chat to the man that originally coined it. See very what he nice. makes of being immortal. They all have to like start that. somewhere, don't they? What was Ian Dowie's? Ian Dowie's 
was uh, bounce back ability. That of course, was it. that was yeah, it. That, bounce that, back that ability. So, if you've unintentionally invented a word, we'd love to know uh, what was it. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet TS eighteen J, or probably a family member. I would say family member that's maybe. The old nan, they yeah. know, they know how to garb, uh, mangle a word, don't they? I used to be in a, uh, a big band, and uh, what, the, the guy who used to run the big band used to do quite a lot of malapropisms, but he'd also put two words, to, two things together that weren't a phrase. So he'd go, "You're pushing hairs now." <laughs> pushing hairs. <laughs> pushing. You're pu- well, you're pushing hairs now. Very good. That was nice. Talksport.com. Text yes. eight to eighty nine. Tweet TS eighteen J. And the final one to throw at you today um, is sport in a jacket. Um, What's yeah, that? John Rahm threw out the first pitch um, at one of the World Series games okay, yeah. and in the world of baseball, and uh, he had his green jacket on. So he can wear that oh, for the yeah. year, kind oh, of yeah. swan around Got him. Got to get the wear out of it. And so he basically played sport in a jacket, literally in a sport jacket. <laughs> so have you ever played sport in a jacket? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a Charlie's choice, Why I'll give not? you that. But um, if you can... Sport in a suit jacket, you know. Sport in a suit jacket, yeah. Do you think he's, um, sport in a suit, even Do you better. know what they do in, in shows and in, like, West End shows and plays mm. and stuff? They'll put, uh, they'll put uh, panty liners in the armpits of jackets... Right. So they don't. So the jacket, they don't sweat. So they don't. So they don't rot. Didn't really work for Lee Evans, did it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's what they'll do. So I wonder if he's done that in the green jacket. You think you so? could get the old petty sweats? Yeah, couldn't you, you, in, you? In the possibly in the yeah. in the green jacket. I wonder. But uh, he's got a good arm, John. Not surprisingly, oh, it's the ball a long way, and he apparently had a decent throw. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Dave Simpson is a music writer and indeed football writer too, and he joins us now. Good afternoon, Dave. Good afternoon. So there we are. That I don't know if you, as a, as a as seasoned music journalist, you got uh, an embargoed listen to that in the build-up. But that's that's my first. It does sound. I mean, really, it was some of John Solo stuff that that mm. um, that he was working on. And yes. It's got that feel of of Lennon material, hasn't like it? Lennon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was written in the late seventies in the sort of milk and honey double fantasy period of, of John Lennon. He, he, it was a home demo he made in the Dakota Building in New York, um, and it, and there it stayed, you know, until uh, I think nineteen ninety four. It was handed over to uh, Paul, uh, George, and Ringo by by Yoko Ono, uh, John's widow, and. There were there were a few tracks they worked on, "Real Love," and you know brought that out as a single, and they worked on. Uh, free as a bird and, and that yeah. went the same way but th- this one was kind of abandoned because the technology wasn't there at that time to to finish it because the the vocal and the pi- and the piano were kind of meshed up together and th- they couldn't separate them and so it was just kind of it, i think as M- paul mccartney <laughs> described it it languished in a cupboard uh for mm. you know since the 90s really and obviously george harrison died in 2001 so there it stayed until the technology that Peter Jackson used on the Get Back film, um, the AI, basically, artificial intelligence, has, has meant that they've been able to go back to that original home recording and separate the vocal. And there was a moment in last night's... There was a, a film about the making of it that mm. went out in one show last night, and there's a bit in the middle of that where you hear John Lennon's vocal isolated, and it really is extraordinary wow. when you hear it. You know, I mean, I, you know, I didn't know the man, so I'm kind of wondering what on earth that would be like for Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr to sit in that room. Absolutely. That voice it, when they did, you know, in the studio. Yeah, yeah it must be, it must be a, a very strange experience. Probably being thinking, yeah. how is George Harrison on guitar in it? Well, this is a, this is a thing. Um, George wasn't that keen on it. He, he was one of the people that, at the time that said, look, we're not going to be able to finish this. The technology's not there. It, we're not going to be able to do it justice. So he, 
but he did play on it at the oh, time. Okay. You know, he played on the, the sort of abandoned version. Hmm. Um, what they've done is go back to George's original parts that he put down then, but Paul McCartney has also laid down a, an absolutely spectral slide guitar solo that he's played in the style of George Harrison, and obviously oh. he'll know he's playing as well as anybody. And it really is incredible. I think it's, it's a brilliant guitar solo. Yeah. Um, I have to, I mean, I did get an embargo copy this morning, and... Uh, I must have played it 20 times now. I've had it on a loop. And, Is it a uh, grower, Dave? I think it's you, wonderful. I mean, I did like, I, I, you know, when going into the course, oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, after 20 plays, it get under your skin a bit. Oh, it does. It totally does. And there's a there's a kind of middle-eight section that where... The, the the lyrics are now and then I miss you and oh blimey you know that is a spine tingling moment it's mm. uh, I I you know I I think it is well they've done it justice really you know yeah. they've done the song justice and I think it's personally I think it's miles better than Free as a Bird or Real Love and uh, mm. but well, you know I'm sure there'll be uh, arguments over 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 the over those sort of things but yeah. I, I think it's wonderful I really love it I think it's poignant it's melancholy it's beautiful and it's you know it's kind of men in their 80s now, really, yeah. sort of reconnecting with a, a, a friend, you know, from a very long time ago. And uh, I, I think it's brilliant. After well, you say that, you know, that's a very Ringo Starr uh, yeah, feel, yeah, you know, but it's a great. Compliment. But that's a compliment, because yeah. when you hear a great musician, you know who's playing instantly, yeah, or you know their voice instantly. A very you know, distinctive feel. Sounds really fresh, doesn't he? Totally. Oh. I was actually, about an hour ago, I did actually play along with it on my electronic drum kit. Oh, nice. The style, <laughs> the style of Ringo. Yeah. Guys, if, if there's a job going, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm ready. You know, I can play this one song if I can't play any of the others. <laughs> Left-handed, of course. Left-handed oh, yeah. Ringo okay. style. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that. No. <laughs> that would be interesting. We'll get a chance to uh, have a listen a little bit later on. But, uh, yeah, so there we are, the first airing of Now Again, the first Beatles song. You are yes. a Leeds United fan. You wrote a fine book. We've spoke about it before, about uh, Leeds... Last, um, well, their first division title, yeah. of course. Yeah, Leicester day, tomorrow right? night. Leicester flying high at the yeah. top. Yeah, I mean, it's going. Well, how are you feeling about the season so far? I think it's been brilliant so far. Mm. I mean, you know, we we had an absolutely awful season last year, as everyone knows. We ended up getting relegated. We went through. I think I've lost count now. Is it four managers in the end? Mm. Um, half of the players were, were, you know, departed on loan in the summer. A couple was, you know, went permanently and. It was a bit of a mess, really. But um, Daniel Falk has come in from, you know, pretty well. He, he, the previous Norwich, he was at, he got two, promoted twice at Norwich, and he's organised not just the team but the whole club, you know. And uh, there's a real feel-good buzz around Ellen Road again, and uh, I think it's been brilliant. I mean, there's been a few hiccups, you know. Even recently, we, we you know, we had a, a bad one at Stoke where <laughs> we missed a penalty, and then they scored virtually immediately from a corner at the other end, as as these things, but. We demolished Huddersfield last time out. We've had a couple of other fantastic performances recently, coming back from 2-0 down against Norwich and, and beating Bristol City at home. And we are flying. And, and players that last season looked completely demoralised and, and, and disoriented now look really, really good. Um, we are starting to click, and it's a good time to play Leicester. It, it will be a huge game for both clubs, really. Probably more. It's probably a bigger game for us, to be fair, because mm. I think they're... 14 points, I think it is, ahead of us. Yeah. Well, they're so, man uh, Ipswich. I mean, the thing is, those top two are flying, and, and if you wanted any yeah. proof that Kieran McKenna is laser-focused on the league, he made 11, cha 11 changes last night when they played <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When they played yeah. Fulham. They're so, good. Um, they look good, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ipswich we've already beaten, so I'm kind of thinking 
we, you know, I think the goal has to be to cap, catch Ipswich. Yeah. I think catching Leicester already is going to be a tall order. But who knows? You know, there's still a heck of a long way to go. We're only just in November, so uh, anything could happen. Better you know, to but chase, yeah, better to chase than Lee, yeah. You know, I wonder if they'll be able to AI back the Don Revy years. Don, <laughs> Don Revy Leeds well, team. Yeah. yeah. We can put, 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 maybe put Jack Charlton in, in, in centre half yeah, and nice. uh, put Eddie Gray, uh, a youthful Eddie Gray on the wing occasionally. I mean, you, well, stranger things have happened, obviously. Yeah. Good so, stuff. Well, who knows? <laughs> uh, Dave, we appreciate you joining us. Good to talk Thank to you, Dave. Thanks very much. Great pleasure, guys. Thanks very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us now, Andrew Ryan, comedian, Manchester United fan. Good afternoon. Andrew. Hey lads, how are you? Oh yeah, pretty this good one seems Andrew. To, uh, this, this seems to have been a new low in, in a season of quite a few lows really. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, people sort of throw away the, the League Cup sometimes but they needed a good performance after the weekend and it was pretty shambolic, wasn't it? Yeah, they got a, an even worse reaction really mm. like, uh, after Manchester City. Um, lads, the, the ship is sinking and uh, I, I don't see any lifeboats coming around to it because it's, get, it's going from bad to worse and it seems the players are, seems to be maybe, is there a fallout over the Sancho affair with Ten Hag? The players, mm-hmm. it's, they, just, they just seem like the culture is rotten in there at the moment, you know? And it's very scary. I know a lot of people, you know, some Liverpool fans, Man City fans are all loving this, but it's actually quite scary as a Manchester United fan to see how far we've dropped. And it, there, there doesn't seem to be any rescue plan coming. And I'm a... Uh, if they finish in the top 10 this year with the way things are going, I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's looking quite, it's looking pretty desperate up there at the moment. I don't know what the solutions are. Like, yeah. I just don't, I don't really know. It's obviously the ownership. Ten Hag, mm. I don't really blame him too much. He's brought in some players. I think his hands are tied, getting loan signings. He has to sell before he can buy. Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire at centre-back against Manchester City. I mean, that tells you all you need to know, really, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. The, um, yeah. I mean, the first goal last night, I mean, Garnaccio loses the ball, doesn't he? Was it the first goal? And then nobody seems to track back. No, no one chases. They're all just in the... And it's just... It so, seems to be a lot of watching going yeah. on of, of other teams playing. You no, know, it's, it's, even in the even in the derby, watching Haaland at the back post stick it in with his edge, it sort of seems obvious, doesn't it? Nobody's taking any responsibility, are they? Yeah, there's no... Um, there's no anticipation. There's no. There's no running. There's no heart. There's no energy. There's no one's on the front foot. It's. It's. It's like they've resigned to their fate that this is just going to be another poor season. Um, I don't know. Is Ten Hag a great manager to inspire players at halftime? Get them motivated. You know. Um, I'd see. It seems that he he can't seem to do much with this group of players at the moment. And first of all, Bruno Fernandez, you know, in my opinion, should not be the captain of Manchester United. Absolutely not too many. He is an absolute child out the pitch. A fantastic footballer. Don't get me wrong. Delighted to have him at the club, but somebody needs to you know pull him into an office somewhere and tell him you can't behave as a captain of Manchester United. And also starting, you know, with Anthony Martial. I mean, he survived nearly every manager since Sir Alex Ferguson. The guy does. Like he actually wants to even play football, never mind play for Manchester. Now, how many chances does this player get? I would rather play a 17 year old from the under 18s mm. that will actually, you know, run their socks off. I remember when Ryan Giggs was in charge after Louis Van Gaal and we played James Wilson, you know, and he came out, you know, and scored a couple of goals. Let's, you know, send a clear message to some of the players. I don't mind even like Anthony Martial shouldn't be anywhere near the club, but he's still there. And I, why is he, but the question is, why is he still there? Do you know what I mean? Is it because they can't they can't get rid of him? Big wages, Nobody, yeah, yeah. Like it's just it's getting it's getting it's actually um 
actually quite sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, when he sad. came in, Ten Hag, when he came in, he did try. He did come in on a sort of rod of iron, going to rule the dressing room. You what know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in charge. Did Ronaldo, he sort of sorted that situation out yeah. quickly, didn't he? He said, I'm going to come in. I'm the Manchester United manager. It's, it's my way or the highway. And then... It, that's fine until you lose the players and then if you lose the players which I'm not saying he has I'm not in the dressing room yeah. it seems like he's lost the players and, and the dressing room he's had obviously off the pitch issues as well with the couple of the players but yeah you've gone through Van Hal, Mourinho Solskjaer you know Ryan Giggs was in charge for a bit wasn't he you know big managers big reputations none of them being able to sort it out so it only points one way it does yeah Um to me, it's obviously coming from the top and stuff. But like, like Ten Hag, I'll be honest, which I was very impressed with him last year in terms of how he dealt with the challenges at the club. And he came in and talked about there needs to be a culture reset. You know, uh, Ralph Ranić said the club needed open heart yeah. surgery. I think everybody, there's lots of clips going around online now. People saying Ranić was right. Eric Ten Hag, I think, is doing the best that he can do with the tools that he's provided. But I think this season, there has been a fundamental shift in attitude and culture at the club that's gone backwards. And whether this is off the field issues, whether this is ownership issues, but it seems to me that we we you know we finished third, we won a trophy last year, we got rid of some players, we dealt with big names, we actually got quite excited about this year in terms of the next step of his sort of project and that movement forward. And this year, what are we 11, 12 games into the into the league so far, where we struggled to make Champions League. We're struggling in the the Champions League Champions League group stage. We've you know we've only won one game out of the three so far. We're out of the EFL Cup. We've a lot of injuries, and it just the scene the club just seems like on a massive downer. And I just don't know what the solution is. I mean, any fan that'll tell you this is what you need to do. I, I don't listen to that kind of stuff. To me, it's sort the ownership out. You know, give Ten Hag um, money to get rid of the players he wants to get mm. rid of. You know, even if we sold Manchester United tomorrow to somebody else, whether it be somebody from the Middle East or the or Jim Radcliffe or who, whatever way it happens, it will still take us another three to four years to get back challenging for the league. By painful, the time every- the painful so. rebuild, as everybody says. Mm. Well, look, you can cheer yourself up tonight and see you got a gig in Belfast. I was in Belfast last <laughs> month, and most people I met were either United or Liverpool fans. So at least the Liverpool fans will be in a good mood for you this <laughs> evening. Oh yeah, don't worry about them, man. They're, uh, they're, they're they've been having a great time for the last few years. Which, <laughs> no, like fair play to them. You know, it won't last very long anyway. Because Klopp, Klopp, Klopp is taking over United next week anyway. So. <laughs> well, have a good gig tonight, Andrew. Andrew's on tour. If you want to go yeah, and check he's him, he's going to be man. got funny some man. London gigs coming up. But he's in Ireland, and then he's going to be over in the UK. So come and see us, Andrew, when you're in London. We'll uh, we'll have a proper chat. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart 
A better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A couple of things. I've got, I've got to tell you something there, Paul. Oh, you wanted um, to tell me a story? Yeah, so um, I've got some uh, friends who are theatre producers and oh, wow. they opened King Lear. On Tuesday night, Ken yeah. Branner oh. in King Lear. Wow. Kenny. Get, dear, Ken. dear Ken. Dear Ken. Yes. Dear Ken. Uh, playing King Lear at 62. Quite young, really, isn't it, for, yeah, for it King is. Lear? False beard? <laughs> no, I think he's got a full beard. He's got bearded up for it. But um, uh, so he's, he's playing King Lear. It's two hours. They, they've done an edit on it. It's two hours, no interval, all the way through, right. you know. Basically, sort of a King Lear for the TikTok generation, okay, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. That's how Short I reckon. So I think they should market it anyway, yeah. you know. Anyway, so big celebrity opening Tuesday night. Mm. All sorts of people there. Stanley, my son, went and my wife went and they went there. Right. And a uh, few celebs there. Tom Hiddleston, a few celebs all around the place. Yeah, yeah. But hot ticket. Do you know who was there, Paul? Most famous person in the room? Uh, is it somebody from the world of sport? It is. Um... You're going to like it. Okay, that's not a Paul Daniels reference, is it? <laughs> no, okay. no, no. Ange Postacoglu. He was there, Paul. Ange went. Ange went to King Lear. Wow. Tuesday night. What about What do you that? think of that? Did he get... I mean, he, he tends to be quite underwhelmed by everything. Yeah. And so I just wonder, what did he wonder, make of it? Well, no idea. I don't know what the review... I don't know. Well, you know, mate. Yeah. You know, when he was on the Heath. Yeah. You know. But if the Moose is mates with him. We'll try and find out. <laughs> find out, out yes. Yeah. So anyway, Ange Postacoglu at King Lear. Wow. You know, of course, King Lear, obviously, uh, famous in the play, pulls his own eyeballs out. Sorry if you're having your yeah. lunch. Well, I'll tell you, there was some Spurs. Some Spurs. Under Conte last year. <laughs> that would have been a blessed release. That's what I was leading you <laughs> towards there. <laughs> there we are. But Absolutely. So we'll have Spurs Shakespeare plays, if you want, Paul. Spurs Shakespeare yeah, plays. We'll see if anyone comes up with anything. You know, I don't know if they will. Or okay. football Shakespeare plays. I don't know what you want to do with that. Well, I, I don't know. Did you know, Ange, me, no? did you know Ange was a big Shakespeare fan? Maybe he's a Ken Branner fan. I did, yeah, I don't know I don't know what the tie-up was. No, yeah, there we are. Maybe, nice that he turned up, wasn't it? Maybe he quotes Shakespeare. They say, the players say that he's very inspirational. Maybe he does uh, once more unto the breach. Maybe, maybe he goes... Henry V, yeah. Yeah, maybe he does a little bit of that before maybe games. And, and, uh, goes in and does a bit. I wonder what they make of that when the players shows them his bottom. That's Shakespeare. Oh, come on, what? what? Come on, <laughs> carry on, Chuck. <laughs> That's Shakespeare, Paul. Yeah. No, well, I tell you, there was times under Conte that would have shown them my bottom. <laughs> there we are, leading me towards it. I'm setting blessed, you up. Been a blessed release. There we are. Yes. Ange, Ange at Ange at the theatre. Very nice. nice. On a night off, just a night off. Let's go to the theatre. Yeah, King Lear, Kim Branner. Yeah. yeah, it's all getting a bit Eddie Jones there. Yeah, They're kind Jones, of merging, yeah. in, merging into Sean Dyche, Eddie Jones. No, no Sean Dyche is not straight. Okay, is <laughs> amidst, that's Mike Parry. Amid all the impressions, amid, none of them are the right <laughs> person. All the, all the impressions 
none, none of them you recognise. Mid Sonny's yeah. Night Dream. Thank you very much, Dave in Edmonton. Very okay, nice. Very good. Romero yeah. and Juliet. Simon the Spurs oh, fan. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, very that's, nice. Yeah, you see, they do set this list. Is it? They do it. They're clever people. Uh, Colin the Evertonian says, "My wife coined a word many years ago that is now a common used expression within our family. The word is remantle. Oh, as if something can be dismantled, then when you put it back together again, it's been remantled. All right, oh, that's a good that's, word. That's Colin. good. I wonder if that's an actual." People, an actual one. Is that what should, like it's um, an actual uh, actual? I'm going to Google it just in case. Look that up. Definitely, yes. Um, oh, anything nice. else? Re- remantle. Uh, uh, there we are. We had a. Uh, oh yes, we were. We were asking when when people uh, uh, on on in a sporting context. Yeah, for that as well, weren't we? So, hi guys. It was around the mid '90s. Mm. Wales were playing a World Cup qualifier. Anyway, we broke down the right on the break. Ball was crossed and Mark Hughes, with nobody in the goal, headed the ball over the bar. Oh. And I screamed in front of all the boys in the bar, he's missed an open header. An open oh, no. header? <laughs> For the rest of the game, I had someone shouting out, was that an open header? Yeah. Oh, oh no, you never poor. live it down, would you? That's uh, Mark Lloyd from Croisair. Uh, Croisair. Near Masteg. Yeah, and if it if he's, even, met, if, he's even written it phonetically for you. Look, Croiseru. If it gets read out, could you mention the village and it will be my claim to fame? There yeah. we are. What a claim to fame, Mark! Unbelievable. Mark. Well done to you, uh, Ledley Kingley. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be a good way that's, to do it. Maybe that's why he went. Maybe he thought he was going to see an audience with Ledley King. <laughs> a few tips from one of our finest centre halves. He can only play. He can only do one half of the audience with Ledley. Yeah, that's he, yeah. <laughs> he has to bring someone else. Well, on. he wouldn't have done any rehearsals. He no. just turned up for the performance. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not exactly. able to rehearse. He, exactly, the, the but, old knees. But he's absolutely faultless but when he turns out. The best thing you've ever seen. Better than most other Lears, even though he's not actually rehearsed. You come back after the interval, there's no yeah. interval. That's why there's no interval. It's two hours, no interval. But you That's come back, you've had your ice cream, you, oh, I'm looking forward to more of Ledley King Lear. Yeah. He's not on, they've, put, they've had to put the understudy on. Okay. It's unbelievable. No, he, never, he never got substituted much, he just never trained. Oh, oh really? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, oh, he played the 90, did he? Oh. He's a legend, the man. Incredible. Oh, that wasn't doing him down as a player, no, Paul. Okay. Fantastic. You want to stand his corner if you're going to start having a pop. <laughs> wasn't, having, wasn't having a West Hamlet down in Newcastle. West Thank Hamlet. you very much. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, uh, maybe this is. This King is... Joe Kinnear. Uh, yeah, close. King. Not... King Lear. They're yeah. going to go for the Joe Kinnear. Joe Kinnear. Uh, the head of work. recruitment Arsenal was in a play two, according to Wes. Much edu about nothing. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, there we are. It's not got bad. Into a, we've got into a, got into a, uh, the old. Uh, Far from the Madison crowd, Mark the cabbie. It's not a shake. It's not Shakespeare. That's your Thomas Hardy, and it's not a play either. Well, it's been a film, but Taming anyway. of the Ashuacotto. Yeah. Taming well, of the Shrew. Yeah. Ashu. Well, okay. Thank you, Matt. Their, very nice. People are doing their best. Ah, Ken Branner is a Spurs fan. So maybe he sent Ange some comps. Of course. He goes to games, doesn't he? Oh, that's what it is then. Somebody I know sat quite close to him. And I was it our old mate Crackers, I think it was. He he had a chat with him um, around one of the games and said he was a proper Spurs fan. He's not one of those who said, well, I I don't keep up. But he he knew and he was right into it. So there there we are. Maybe that's what what it is. He's been invited along. Twelfth place, twelfth night. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> That's good fun. Graham, Graham in Bromsgrove. Yeah, that's good fun. Since we've been the Merchant of Venison, 
Brackets Barry, says John. No, we were with you, John. That's we were, good. never played. Good. Uh, Toby never... or not Toby, that is the question, out of Iroh. Yeah, of course. Very nice, Carl. Yeah, well done, Carl in Wokeham. They were lovely. See, you set it, Paul, you build it and they come. It's very very um, nice. A Mido summer night's dream, says uh, James the Spurs fan. Mido, what happened to Mido? He had like 10 good minutes, didn't he? He's, uh, he, whatever, no, he, I don't think he even had that. He had. He came on his first game for Tottenham. Yeah. I th- he, he, oh, he thought, oh, this boy's good. Yeah. And then it was very much diminishing returns. Just, <laughs> but he was huge yeah. in uh, in Egypt. When they, they televised his wedding, when he yeah. got married, it was like match of the day. Oh, very well, literally. nice. Literally. Yeah. But then it was like live coverage. Anyway, join us tonight from for live coverage of Mido's wedding. My, uh, my uh, daughter's primary school class had Egypt Day yesterday, and they were all... They had to go in in fancy dress, Paul. Of course, you had a few there, you know, Tutankhamun and yeah. all that. My daughter. Why are you like having Egypt? I don't day? know. They're just doing Egypt at school. It was a project. Oh, okay, you do yeah, stuff yeah. at school, don't oh, you? Oh yeah, we did. You know, yeah, yeah. Couple, if, couple of what, little Mo Salas, Paul. That, that could be Paul. Couple of little Mo Salas. Were there kids in, in Liv- Liverpool kids? That's, that's book day. It's Egypt day. Just put your Liverpool kit on. Eat your nuggets. Egypt. Put your Liverpool kit on. Put your Liverpool kit on. <laughs> Taming of the Shrewsbury. Very nice. Yeah. Henry the Fourth. Shakespeare, there's a character known as Hotspur. Oh, there is. That's right. There we are. Yeah, Very yeah, nice. That's it comes back uh, to, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, that was lovely, wasn't it? A mid-Jürgen summer night's dream, oh, says the, the Arsenal fan. <laughs> OK, well... Uh, you had enough of that, have you, Paul? Well, I don't know. I mean, some of them have been re- remarkably good. I mean, I think the quality's been quite high. Yeah, it has been good. Yeah. Well, Which makes a change much. on this show. <laughs> so, the Moose joins us. Yeah, he was a bit upset with some of his fellow West Ham fans for booing Declan Rice. Um, we'll, we'll get his take on that. We'll hear from some of the managers and players ahead of the weekend's games. Uh, and then we'll bring you a birthday spread. You can keep those coming if you like. Um, what, what days have you had at school? I mean, I've, oh, yeah, that's you nice. Egypt, Egypt Day. day. Yeah. Well, they were doing Egypt. You know, they had someone come in, talk about all the mummies and that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, Did they do a trip to the British Tooting Museum? Car moon. No, it was too oh, far, isn't it? They've got to get on a bus, you know. Okay, yeah. Not like you, London, though, you know. Just oh, pop, around the, pop around the corner. That's true, yeah, yeah. That was that was only our doorstep a bit as kids. You know, anyway. If they, if they want to do Agatha Christie Day, that's that, that, she's born yeah, in Wallingford. You know, Churchill Day. Churchill Day. Lovely, lovely. Talksport.com, text 1889 Tweet T S uh, H and J. What's twelfth Zach Knight? Uh, yes, um, yeah. I think we're we're now we're now going round in circles. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport, and it is time once again for the birthday spread. Ah, yes, uh, a very very simple game involving people who've celebrated their birthdays this week. Mm, happy birthday. Happy birthday to all of them. It's I mean, nice. We'd we, never wish them we happy never birthday. Wish them we happy always birthday. just say their names, guess their ages and move on. Basically, they become f- figures of fun and playthings for Andy Jacobs <laughs> with his jokes. But um, let's, let's say happy birthday to the ten people that Why will not? be featured in a moment. Some may be listening, uh, some not. I'm guessing mainly <laughs> not. Um, but the job of myself and Charlie is to try and guess the ages of these people. Some of the names will be familiar, so we'll have a fighting chance. Some won't, so we just have to make a judgment call yeah, based right. often on what they do for a, a living. name, a job, a vibe. If you're if you're uh, the emeritus professor of whatever university, you're unlikely to be 14, put it that way, aren't you? So, yeah. um, they get younger these days. That's the way we play the game. We'd like you to play along at home, tell us how you're getting on. We'll keep people updated at half time. Uh, Andy has a joke attached to every one of these yeah. birthdays, and uh, he's not quite happy with the material oh, this really? week. But I mean, he might surprise us. Who knows? Uh, good afternoon, Andy. 
Oh, good afternoon, boys. I've just come back from a lovely anniversary lunch. I'm oh. not going to be at my sharpest, I'm afraid. Oh, wow. okay. Well, happy anniversary. What's that going to be like? Thank you. How many years? <laughs> 49. Oh, 49. Wow. Fantastic. Well done, Andy. Well done. What is it? What is it? Gold. 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 Yeah. Gold. 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 So you're going to be quite low energy, aren't you, for the next 20-odd minutes, aren't you? I am a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. I'll do my best. Maybe bring in the noise and the energy. Big Mac. Philbert the Fox, Jeff Peters. Good afternoon, Jeff. Very good afternoon to you, Andy. Looks resplendent, by the way. Looks very, very smart, yeah. Um, It's Paul 55, Charlie 33 overall. It's 18-16 to Paul this year. Paul has actually won nine of his last 11 spreads. Very good. And seven of the last nine against Charlie, so Paul on a good form. Very nice. Good stuff. So did I win the last one? Did I win you the won last time, time. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. We'll kick us off. Uh, I knew Perry, I beat Perry, but yeah, I beat the, Charlie last time. Those stats, those stats from last week don't go on my stats. Do they, no. Topper? No, 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 no. Of course they don't. No, I mean, that's it. <laughs> but this, he did go above Perry. Did go above uh, Max Rushton in the world rankings. Oh, I bet he did. With yeah, his yeah. Not last hard. Week. Not so hard. Max remains bottom of the world rankings <laughs> in the birthday spread. So I'll kick us off. Then we alternate. So there's no skullduggery. I'll try and guess the first birthday, Andy. Uh, I know you're quite full. Have you had a Rennie? <laughs> Have a Rennie and take it away. Sponsored by Gaviscon. Yeah. That's Max Rushton yes, again. Very happy birthday. <laughs> very happy birthday to the guitarist and songwriter from the Smiths, Johnny Marr. Ooh, Johnny Marr. Yes, Marr. okay. And uh, Johnny and his close relatives were on Family Fortunes. I went along to watch. Who should I bump into in the audience but Mike Parry, who wanted to know if I was backing them to win? Your Mars. <laughs> oh, there we are. Very <laughs> good. Playing clips. Johnny Marr, he's got to be, wow, um, heading for a significant birthday. Mm. 50... 59. Yeah, I think you're about right. When they released is it, uh, their first album, hmm. he was 19. Right. I think that was about 1984, 85, so I think you're about right. 60. Well done, Charlie. Sixty. Oh, very on the on the yeah, on some, the money. I had some, I had, some uh, had some facts to back it up. I showed you my workings yeah, out. Yeah, you did. Happy birthday, yeah. Johnny Marr. That and you've been reading the papers. This <laughs> no, week, no, that, no, no, not at all. Yeah, um, Just a Smiths fan. Yeah, okay. Oh, so, what's the scores, Jeff? <laughs> it's Paul one, Charlie nil. <laughs> <laughs> one nil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's the actor, writer, and director from Life is Beautiful, Roberto Benigni. Mm. Roberto Benigni. Oh, yeah. And he wanted me to publicise his new film by putting up small adhesive photos of him all over Leicester Square. But I refused. I said, I'm not going to touch those Benigni stickers. Oh, <laughs> oh that's nice. That's, that's nice. It's quite sport as well, isn't it? Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um, when was he in that? Yeah, OK. 68. Right. Um, did you say... Oh, not more facts. No. not allowed to have more no, but, facts. But I'm just trying to work <laughs> out what Andy I'm, said he was. You think I'm very wrong. No, no, I think. don't think you're very wrong, Charlie. Would you say he was the director of it or... I'll, ri- I'll repeat what director. I said. He was the actor, writer and director of A- Life is... Mm. Actor, writer and director. OK. Um, I think he probably is in his 70s, 75. 71. Ooh, mm. so we'll split the difference, Charlie. So uh, what's that done to the scores? 
Charlie three out, moves on to three. Paul four out, moves on to five. Okay, okay very well nice. in it so far. Okay. So it goes back to me as we alternate. Very happy birthday to the singer and guitarist, Denny Lane. Denny oh. Lane. And he was dying for a makeover, so I suggested he got his hair cut, but he couldn't visualise the style, so I took him to the hairdressers and pointed at the windows. Denny Lane, there is a barber mm. showing photographs. Yeah. I thought you might have gone down the... Because I, I, you got Lane. caught short, and I said, if you've got to go, you better go now. I thought you were going to go down that route. So, <laughs> well, that's uh, true. What, spend a Denny? Yeah. Save that for next year. Save that yeah, for next yeah. year. Write that one down, Andy. <laughs> you could do that next year, Jeff, couldn't you? Denny Lane's got to be, with respect, <laughs> Denny's got to be getting on a bit. Of course, with Talking Beatles, he yeah. played with Wings, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> McCartney for a long time. Um, what do you mean called Denny Lane and playing with Paul McCartney? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 75. It's like it's like Joe that looked back in anger playing yeah. with the Oasis. <laughs> um, 75. What did you say? 75. Yeah, I reckon that's about right. How old's Paul McCartney? 80, isn't he? 81. 78. 79. Oh, okay. Charlie, yeah, your working's out of good today. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank like you very much. See. It's great to, to sort of go yeah. behind. The, well, people think I cheat. I'm just saying I don't well, cheat. You they, know, they I'm just showing you, you how do, I work stuff you out. Do. <laughs> but it's quite good to peek behind the curtain now and again and for, for you to do these attempts to show yeah. working's out when basically all you've done is cheat. Very much the pen and teller yeah. of the birthday <laughs> spread. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so what's the scores, Jeff, based on that? Pen and ink, more like. Yeah. Uh, Paul, four out onto nine. Ooh. Charlie, one out onto four. Back in the knife drawer, Miss Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, what was the scores? Uh, nine, four. Nine, four. Nine, four. Okay. Four's good, isn't it? Yeah. Doing well, aren't I? You do, yes. This is a very good performance. I'll fall apart on this one. It's my, I'm first on this okay. one. There we go. Next birthday, Andy. Okay, I'm going to do the rest of the uh, spread as Teller, which will just be oh, silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> point, really. Okay, it's the actor from Foil's War, Michael Kitchen. Mm. Oh, yeah. Michael <laughs> Kitchen. Get ready for the reversing uh, sound effect, Jeff. <laughs> Very unfair. No, he's, he changed, he's, cha he's changed the order around, oh, okay. so uh, that's just confused me slightly. The same words, albeit in a yeah. different order. Here we go then, Andy. Yeah. Give us an Is old favourite. No, Give no, us a greatest that's hit. That's the right order. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I've, done, I've gone wrong. Sorry. It's all right. Just there. stay as we are. Stay two words. Okay, stay as we are. Yeah, he's right. I went the wrong way. <laughs> it's um, he re he refused to pay me for a three-piece suit I had tailored for him. Yeah. To be fair, I, I'd be hard pressed to say the garment fitted kitchen. Oh, okay, oh, it's not okay. the route I think he was going to go down. Well, I was going to go the rat in. There's a rat in my kitchen. Okay. I don't know quite how that would work. Michael out. Kitchen. <laughs> Michael Kitchen. Yeah. Foils War. Foils War. Michael Kitchen. Hmm. Good actor. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I'd say seventy-three. Yeah, he's probably around there. You're on mm, form yeah, today, yeah, thanks, Charlie. Paul. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to say 74. 75. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, what's that down to the scores, Jeff? It's Paul 10, Charlie 6. Okay, well, a very low-scoring game. Again, nice, talk sport yeah. listeners, let us know how you're getting on. We're doing well to beat this. Yes. Uh, happy birthday now to the rock singer from Jefferson Airplane. Oh, yeah. It's Grace Slick. Grace Slick. Grace Slick. Grace Slick. Grace Slick. And uh, we went Grace. to a fancy dress party together in a joint outfit. I was dressed as Long John Silver, and Grace was my animal companion. She was slick as a parrot. Oh, okay. Oh. Very good, yeah, Grace. Wow, I mean, they were, yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> She wasn't a child star in the 60s, was she? Was it kind of, I'm, not being, I'm not having a pop. She was like sort of if season, you're listening. season. Yeah. Sorry, Grace, if you're listening. Um, Very slick. She's got to be about 85. Slick tyres. 85. You're big in the 60s, you see. So you add, your, you add 
you know, you, you, pop stars Great are normally voice. sort of in their early 20s, aren't they? That's when you normally yeah. become a pop star. Yeah. So in the 60s, 65, so she's 22 in yeah. 65. I like some of your workings out, Charlie. Don't really I'm want just doing all it, of them. doing it for myself. This is not the DVD. <laughs> doing it for myself. The DVD doing extra, it for myself. Mate. Yeah, I reckon a bit older than that. 88. 84. Oh, OK. Well done, Paul. Very good. OK, I've clawed a couple back. So as we go into the half-time break, Jeff, where are we at? Brilliant scoring at mm. the halfway stage. It's Paul 11, Charlie 10. I mean, honestly, we're on fire. I don't know we how long this is going last. 11, 10. We'll have a volatile one coming up in the second half, which is just around the corner. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Wow, Lenny and Stevenage is putting us to shame. He's oh, yeah. doing rather well. He is on... We're back, uh, Andy. Yeah. No, Nine. they're back. Oh, they're back. Andy gone walkabout. Jeff's yeah, aiming back. Another there we are. Yeah. Indigestion tablet. <laughs> um, <laughs> lovely <laughs> cartoons. Really, honestly, some of the artwork oh, that Andy gosh. has got is Try just... plug their Instagram again. I've not yeah. even mentioned it. I've not mentioned <laughs> it today. I have not mentioned that we do we do this behind the scenes Instagram live, but Andy's been showing oh these really wonderful um, doodles and and drawings. Stop crawling, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lenny and Stephen is on nine. Uh, John the Swindon fan. I'm on thirteen, which is promotion form for me. Well he done, said, but Lenny. I still plenty of time to mess it up. And Terry in Portsmouth says, uh, considering Charlie loses almost every week, I can assure you that literally no one thinks he cheats. Thanks very much. I don't lose. I don't lose most weeks. It's, it's eighteen. It's eighteen sixteen yeah, this year. True. It's a bit, you know. Let's move yeah, on then, shall we? The second Terry. half. Hope Portsmouth stay down. The second, <laughs> the second <laughs> half is underway. So bitter. Charlie will kick us off. It's Pele and Sergio Mendes there. Here we go, Andy. OK. This next person may have appeared before. <laughs> it's the violinist. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the rest. It's the violinist, Shlomo Mintz. Shlomo Mintz. And he used to be an on-course bookie, actually, with John McCurrick, who taught him the traditional methods of signs used by bookmakers to communicate the odds. He was so good, they called him Tic Tac Mints. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Mints. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure, what is, what did yeah, Shlomo yeah. do, Andy? He's a violinist. The violinist Shlomo Mints. Violinist. I know Shlomo the beatboxer. I've heard okay. of him, but I've never heard of Shlomo Mints, so okay. I'm, 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 I'm going blind here. Shlomo action replay, wasn't there? there was him. <laughs> Don't want to do that. The other famous <laughs> Shlomo. Yes. Okay. Um, Shlomo Mints, a violinist. Have you ever seen Shlomo Mints? Nah, not a clue. The way Andy works it, they're, they're not. <laughs> I'm just asking a question. Have you seen him? It's just the way I walk. Is that what you were going for? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to go old. I'm going to go 86. Yeah, the boy Mints, he's been popping up now <laughs> the and again. Boy Mints. That's what Neil Warnock calls him, the boy Mints. <laughs> I love the boy mints me, Alan. Um, 80, 83. No, he's 66. Oh, mints. Please, well, Please don't took Paul the wrong way. That was good. Yes. Uh, so what's that done to the scores? Terrible for the Quite scores. volatile now. Well, Charlie was 10 out at the halfway stage. He was 20 out on that one to move on to 30. Mm -hmm. Paul 17 out on 28. So Paul takes the lead. Yeah, right too. For, for the first time. OK. So on to birthday number seven. Back to me, Andy. Birthday number seven, the president of Brazil. Br Brazil, sorry. <laughs> president of Brazil. Of course, course, course five coming through. Did you have, yeah, yeah, cut, cut me some slack. Did you, did you have a couple of glasses of wine, Andy? I certainly did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not a good idea. Oh. Anyway, it's the president of Brazil, Lula da Silva. Lula da Silva. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were doing a pub quiz recently when we were asked to name a deep hole or shaft sunk into the earth to tap water. My mind went blank, but thankfully Lula came up with the answer. Well, 
That's good. <laughs> Made me laugh. Lula. Lula. I'm with Lula. Lula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teamwork, Andy. Teamwork. Lovely. Um, Very nice. Stuff. President, <laughs> uh, President Lula. She, um, she gets sick of singing it, Lulu, that one. Yeah, I reckon she think. does. Seventy no, he doesn't. Seventy. <laughs> Seventy-four, Lula. Seventy-four. Yeah, that's about right. Seventy-six. Seventy-eight. There we go. Got two back. Chip two up. Tip two back. I speak. Chip two back. Um, <laughs> so, out for lunch. Yes. What's the What's the scores, Jeff? Well, after seven birthdays, it's thirty-two all. Thirty-two. <laughs> wow. What a what ding a, dong do this is. What a scrap. Wow, back to Charlie then for birthday number eight. Okay, it's the crime writer. Um, um, she wrote The Rising Tide last year. I've yeah. never heard of it, but the crime writer. Okay. Anne Cleves. That'll make a film special. And I'll never forget uh, a holiday to California I took with her family <laughs> in the 1960s. We were sunbathing on Malibu Beach when we bumped into the mamas and papas. They offered us some sunscreen, but I declined. All the cleaves are brown and the sky is grey. <laughs> That's great. Hey. Bad one. That's a very good one. Not bad, yeah. Okay, the autumn cleaves. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Um, mm. The autumn cleaves. What do you think? <laughs> Thank you, Look Charlie. by the window. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, it's lovely. That's nice. <laughs> I have no idea. Crime writer. Crime writer. Anne. Yeah. What's her name? Anne. That's not a real name, is it? That won't be a real name. Anne Cleaves. Just trying to bloke on Anne and Cleaves there. 65. I was going to say something like that. Um, I'll go 60. 69. Oh, Charlie, you've entered into the lead there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Jeff, Paul, yeah. nine out on that, so on to 41. Charlie, four out, on to 36. Five game. in it. Unbelievable. Uh, one, one for the ages. Very tight game. Really is very good. tight game. So, uh, on to, back to me then, to try and guess birthday number nine. Uh, here we go, Andy. Birthday number nine mm. is the retail entrepreneur George Davis. George Davis. And yeah. he was recently prosecuted for a string of unpaid parking tickets. His case wasn't helped by using Mike Parry as his brief. All he did was tell the jury, I put it to you, George Davis is innocent, okay? Wow, that is, that's very much of its time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to have a hell of a memory for that. What's that? I don't get that. Destroyed the cricket pitch at Headingley in 1972. Oh, yeah. There you go, kids. (laughs) That all makes sense now, doesn't it? Oh, Google it. (laughs) (laughs) It's your whole life, that is. Oh, Google it. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) The other George Davis, uh, George Asda. Oh, yeah. Um, Next as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got to be about, he's got to be getting on, hasn't he? With respect, George. Um... (laughs) Sound very 79. George. 83. George, George. 83. 82. Oh, Charlie, you're on form today. You have played very well. So I still lose. Here we go. We're going to birthday number 10 with the scores at what, Jeff? Paul, three out onto 44. Charlie, one out onto 37. So seven in it. Yeah, I still lose. Paul's in the box seat here. No problem at all. So Charlie will go off first, of course, on the 10th birthday because he's slightly in the lead. So okay. here we go, Ed. Come on, this come, is come the on, decider. let's go. Come on, man. Okay. The final birthday of the week is the writer and literary critic, Richard Gott. Richard Gott. And uh, he's just moved from Germany, actually, to a small town in Hertfordshire. I must admit, I was surprised to see Gotten Hemel. Oh, OK. Blimey. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I thought he was going to go down the Got Got Haven't Got. Yeah. Route. I think he might have gone well, down there. I might there. have done that before. <laughs> so, um, I, don't, I don't know who this is. I'm, pull, I'm pulling it out of the air. Yeah. 
if I'm honest. Good recovery. You weren't going to say that originally. <laughs> yeah. 93. Okay. So you're asking me really to go for 101 mm-hmm. on your author 80, 85. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for 85. <laughs> Richard Gott <laughs> is, in fact, 85. Oh, oh my oh, wow. Oh, no oh, way. Oh, oh, oh. No That's way. A direct, <laughs> dreadful <laughs> hit. A direct hit. Uh, that's like finishing on a bull, isn't it? It's like that finishing. Was like, it's lucky. Like the pa- it's like lucky, the, that like was. The power in his so pump, lucky. It has finished. Four, so lucky. 44. It's unbelievable. Charlie, let's just, let's just what a waste of time. The final scores. Absolute <laughs> waste of airtime. It's 1916 to Paul this year. Nine, yes. Uh, 56 33. And I think Andy's got a couple of extra gags to do on uh, on the Instagram live. Yeah, oh, so oh, I don't really like it. added value for, for the Instagram audience. What a lovely oh, thing. Now we're losing the yeah, that's it. Well, um, <laughs> thank you. Thank Try, you. Trying to shed followers, is he? Yeah. Trying to shut Instagram down, <laughs> doing them jokes. Well, thank you, Andy. Dreadful. I quite enjoyed it. It's a pleasure. Um, and thank, what an awful thank day. You, thank you, Jeff. Uh, Ma- uh, Matthew O'Leary says, Charlie Tantrum, this is what we want. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good um, luck, good Stuart, luck to you. Stuart in Dundee, um, 37 he did. What about oh, that? Well done, Stuart. Didn't oh, Richard Gott play for Spurs in 86? Anyone can do <laughs> it at home. I could send it. I could send it. I did it in one yeah. from home. Wait, I'm afraid, I'm afraid we've <laughs> lost Charlie. No, he's, like. he's not the greatest of losers. <laughs> Terrible game. Um, so, uh, Charlie, you're, yeah. you're back on Saturday. Yeah, I am, yeah. With Max? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm back tomorrow with uh, Andy. What time are you on with uh, Max? Nine till 11. I'm in Pocklington, North Yorkshire, you tomorrow got, night. Coming yeah. to, not North, North Yorkshire, Yorkshire. Come yeah. and see me so if, if you, you want. If you like yeah, a might laugh. Be over it by then. If you like a laugh. He might be over it by then. Hopefully he'll be on good form. So go and check out Charlie tomorrow in Pocklington. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That's how it all unfolded this afternoon. Um, I'm back with Andy tomorrow for the clips of the week and all that. Oh, lovely. And you're you're back on Saturday. Saturday morning, uh, 9 till 11, the game day warm-up. Excellent. We're back. And Pocklington Friday night. Are Still some getting... tickets left, right. but where is Pocklington? Uh, I've, I've done three gigs that you could throw a blanket on in the last two months, Paul. Okay. It's in Yorkshire, right, back okay. in Yorkshire. Right, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, they love like me yeah. up there. Oh, they love me up there. Really? Yeah, it's great. It's a great well, show. Enjoy. Go and see Charlie in Pocklington this week. Go and check him out. Uh, say Saturday night. Saturday, Friday night. Friday, Friday night. night. Okay, Friday sorry night. about that. Uh, and you're back with me next Tuesday. I am you? indeed. Well, there we are. Do hope you can join myself and Andy uh, tomorrow. We'll build up a bit of FA Cup and lots more. Besides, but uh, for now, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag. A watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. 
eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.